This is the Coach Brew Show. This is also the world's shortest podcast intro. Reversing the stigma. Hey everybody, Coach Brew here. Welcome to another episode of the Coach Brew Podcast. This episode of the Coach Brew Podcast is brought to you by ChinUpChestOut.Store. That is my motivational apparel brand, which supports mental health. Chin up, chest out, move forward is the mantra, and it's not just a catchy phrase, it's a mindset, it's a way of life. Because we all have to move forward through whatever piece of adversity we are going through. And the best way to remind yourself to protect your mindset is to advertise the right mindset to yourself. Well, how do you advertise to yourself? Same way other people advertise to you. Same way other brands advertise to you. T-shirts, hats, bumper stickers. That's right. We got chin up, chest out, T-shirts, hats. I'll even throw in a bumper sticker and a keychain with your order. Uh, we got our summer collection available right now. Just head on over to chinupchestout.store. And now for the podcast. What did I start the episode with? Breaking the stigma. Yes, that's right. Thanks for reminding me. What stigma are you talking about, Brew? Talking about one stigma in particular that uh, seems to domino effect uh, from childhood into adulthood into a whole bunch of different areas. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the stigma of asking for help. So we, we're under this false perception, uh, as we have been since uh, since we was Utes. Did you just say Ute? What's a Ute? Yeah, since we were youths. There's a little My Cousin Vinny reference for you there. Uh, ever since we were youths, uh, there's been a stigma against asking for help. You're afraid to ask a question in class. Afraid to ask a classmate or a teacher for help. For fear of being labeled stupid, doesn't get it, dumb, throw in whatever word you want there. For fear of being labeled. And God bless the teachers who create a classroom environment where kids genuinely feel comfortable raising their hand, attempting to answer a question, asking for help. Because so often, the environment is such that kids don't feel comfortable. They're afraid they're going to be judged or labeled or laughed at. And I think that has a compound effect as we grow up and as we grow older. We're afraid to ask for help with a lot of different things. I think we have to figure it out ourselves. Whether that's uh, in college, grad school, the workplace... Whatever the case may be, you know, we often unnecessarily take our lumps, so to speak, and learn through trial and error, learn uh, through what I would call expensive experience. Expensive experience is when you've got to make every single mistake yourself. You've got to learn the hard way. 
and it can be expensive. Expensive in terms of time, the cost of time, expensive in terms of you might mess a lot of stuff up. You might buy some expensive technology you don't need. You might install equipment or technology or things incorrectly that could screw up the whole system for you because you're either afraid to ask for help or you didn't think you could afford to hire help. How much is your time worth? You probably spent exponentially more in time than you would have hiring an expert to help you. So, So I think that's sort of how it starts to compound itself and only gets worse as we get older. And then the weight of that really kind of piles up on us. It can be discouraging, anxiety producing, sometimes downright depressing. And what happens when we have, let's say, a mental health issue, a mental, I don't want to call it an issue, a mental health challenge, something we're trying to work through. We're afraid to admit it. We're afraid to ask for or get help. Some people are even afraid to accept help when it's offered to them. Again, for fear of being labeled. Or, frankly, because often it's so damn expensive, we either feel like we can't afford it or we just straight up can't afford it. We're priced out of the ballgame. Insurance doesn't cover, whatever the case might be. And I think it's important that we do whatever is possible to break that stigma. Asking for help is not a bad thing. It's not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. It's a sign of intelligence. You're smart enough to know what you don't know. Like, you know what you know, and you know what you don't know. So you're smart enough and secure enough to ask for help. I see it all the time. People don't want to get an executive coach because they think that uh, there's a stigma, not necessarily against having a coach, but stigma against needing help. They're the business owner, the CEO. They sign the front of everybody's paycheck. So they think they have to have all the answers because everyone is looking to them for a lot of answers. And I see the same thing in athletics. You know, the, and with teachers and coaches, they're expected to be the expert and be the authority. The person in the front of the room people can go to with questions. Well, people got to feel comfortable asking questions. That's We'll come back to that. But they have this expectation they should have all the answers because they're the one in the front of the room. They're the authority. When in reality, no matter what your title, position, role, place in life is, shit, none of us have all the answers. None of us have half the answers. Sometimes we don't even know the questions. 
That's just the reality of it, regardless of IQ, title, position, role, whatever it is. Like, nobody has all the answers. And it's absurd to put that kind of self-imposed pressure on yourself or even, you know, external pressure on you. You need to be able to ask for help. We all need to be able to ask for help and be comfortable asking for help. It's a horrible stigma that we've had in this country. I can't speak for other countries. I can only speak from my experience here in the U.S. But people are afraid to ask for help. I see it with coaching. I also see it from a mental health standpoint. People are afraid to admit they have a problem, admit they're in a bad place, in a dark place, experiencing anxiety, and um, afraid to ask for someone to talk to, someone to listen to, someone to provide them with some strategies, some counsel. It's not a healthy dynamic. I think one of the things we need to do there are a lot of things we need to do in this country. We don't have enough time for all that on this podcast. We want to stick to breaking the stigma, which is what we started with. We need to make asking for help really publicly known as a sign of strength, not misperceived by people as a sign of weakness. I think one of the ways to do that is to lead by example. I, for the longest time, last two years until earlier in 2019, it's July 14th, 2020 right now at the time of this recording, and many of you, unless you're a new listener, uh, are familiar with the challenges I had with my physical and mental health in 2019. Started in 2018, uh, really ramped up in earnest in 2019. I had some physical health challenges that really kind of led me to depression. And I wasn't willing to admit that to anybody. I I knew there was something wrong. I knew my head wasn't in the right place. I knew it was affecting, you know, my, my waking hours, my sleep, my happiness. Probably affected my weight. It probably also affected the very health issues I was struggling with. Probably made them worse. Your mental and your physical health are intimately connected, whether we're willing to admit that or not. Um, You're seeing more and more research data and uh, information about that whole uh, mind-gut connection. And it's, it's all interconnected. And I wasn't willing to, to publicly admit. I, I wasn't willing to get help for a long time. And I wasn't willing publicly admit I was getting help for a while and I realized I gotta lead by example I've gotta be the change that I want to see and I started writing about it I started talking about my challenges and writing about my challenges and being part of the solution was also what led me to start that uh, motivational apparel brand that you heard in the sponsorship ad 
that I read in the beginning of the podcast. That That's my motivational apparel brand. Chin up, chest out. Move forward. It's really started with just a four-word mantra, chin up, chest out, that I said to myself. It was like an echo in my head. I said it to myself all day, every day, just trying to move forward from one one piece of adversity to the next, one uh, challenging experience, uh, one doctor's appointment to the next, for that matter. And I think we all need to be careful about what we say to ourselves. And we need to talk to ourselves more than we listen to ourselves. But we need to make sure we're feeding our mind the right message. We're advertising the right things to ourselves. And that's really where that whole brand was born. Um, And that was a little over a year ago that I started that. And what happened once I started talking about it openly? Yeah, I was dealing with some mental and physical health challenges the past year. And I'm working my way through it, everybody. I wrote about it to my readers, talked about it publicly to audiences, and just shared that information with my colleagues and friends as well. And here's what happened. I People started coming out of the woodwork, especially my readers. This is really probably the first time I'm talking about it on the podcast, but people started to come out of the woodwork in terms of my readers, simply saying, hey, um, I really need to hear this. Like, what do they mean they needed to hear this? And really, what as they elaborated, it was they needed to hear it because they're experiencing the same thing, and now all of a sudden, they didn't feel alone. They didn't feel like they were, quote, the only one dealing with this. I think intellectually, we all know, yeah, we're not the only one that deals with anxiety or depression. But intellectually, intellectually we know that. Emotionally, we feel like we're out there on an island, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I'm kind of stumbling over my words as I'm talking about this, but um, I think you get my point. And it was just an outpouring of, you know, people sharing their story because they shared my story. It's an outpouring of support. And uh, it's really what's kind of become this chin up, chest out movement, this community. Uh, The people who, you know, jumped on board early, right away with the launch of the brand and, and bought the apparel and are posting about it on social media and are uh, sending me pictures and, and thanking me. Like, they don't need to thank me for anything. I really, uh, I really ought to be thanking everyone for their support. So my point with all this is each of us needs all of us, and we need to break that stigma that it's a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's actually a sign of strength. You know, beyond the intellectual of you know, knowing what you know and don't know, and saving yourself time and money when it comes to like business operations or whatever. 
but also, you know, the psychological, the emotional side of things. We all need a sounding board. We need someone we can vent to that isn't our wife or our immediate family or a business partner. Like, they don't need to hear, they don't need to be the only ones, I should say, to hear about your problems and challenges. You need an unbiased third party with expertise who can see the forest through the trees, so to speak, has enough professional distance, then they can shoot it to you straight and you won't be offended or take it personally. And that's worth paying for. Whether it's in co- whether it's covered by insurance or not, it's worth paying for. Because your mindset is your number one asset in business. The longer I am alive, longer I'm in business, especially the longer I'm in business, the more that has become increasingly apparent. The number one thing you need to do is protect your mindset as an entrepreneur, as a business professional. And furthermore, just as a a human being, father, mother, husband, wife, parent, coach, whatever the case may be, we've got to be very intentional about protecting our mindset and advertising the right things to ourselves to promote resilience, to see finish lines, not obstacles. And I think that, you know, we're all running this race. And there's going to be stuff that gets in the way. It's really easy to see the obstacles in front of you on a day-to-day basis. And when you see the obstacles too much, you forget about what you are running towards. The goal, your mission, your purpose. We need to advertise to ourselves the right things. And it starts with oftentimes having finding someone who can help you with that. And I am forever grateful for the counselor that I've been seeing for the better part of the past year. Year and change, actually. And this is someone who is an unbiased third party is a sounding board is not afraid to call me out on my bullshit and can see through my bullshit person needs to be able to get to know you well enough and understand you well enough to be able to see through your bullshit excuse my french but i don't know where i would be without asking for help in my life hiring coaches um, delegating work to uh, virtual assistant administrative assistant uh, web designer web strategists you know uh, people that my writing coach people that help me with the design the layout of my books you name it that's all asking for help and there are some things where it's abundantly apparent yeah, I don't know how to do this. I need to get help. Why are those certain things any different in terms of like, well, there's no stigma to, I don't know how to design a book cover. There's no stigma to that, but why then 
is there a stigma to, you know what? I'm struggling with a few personal challenges and I don't know how to get out of my own way emotionally. All it is is a different skill set, a different uh, type of expertise. But it's the same thing, it's getting help to help you move forward. It's all it is. It's a different skill set and a different type of expertise that gets you help moving forward. And that's really my message for you this episode of the podcast. I know it's kind of deep, shared a lot, but I think it's important, I think it's meaningful. And yeah, you know, I feel a personal responsibility to help break that stigma that you know what, getting help is actually a sign of strength. It accelerates your ability to move forward with the right trajectory. It's unselfish to want to make yourself better. It's unselfish to want to maximize your potential. Because when you make yourself better, you're better able to help others. When you can maximize your potential and be firing on all cylinders, physically, emotionally, intellectually, your business, your personal or professional life, what does that enable you to do? It enables you to take more people along on the ride. It enables you to help elevate other people in a way they might not be able to elevate themselves. So the, it's the last thing it is is selfish. To ask for help, to want to help yourself, to want to better yourself. You know, the way to improve the individual is to improve the team, and the way to improve the team is to improve the individual. It's really the best way to improve the team is to improve the individual. A better you makes a better us. That's my message for you in this episode of the Coach Brew Podcast. Again, the podcast is brought to you by chinupchestout.store. It's my motivational apparel brand. Head on over there and see the different uh, styles of apparel where you can help advertise the right things to yourself. Chin up, chest out, move forward. We'll catch you next episode of the Coach Brew Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Coach Brew Show. If you're not currently subscribed to the podcast, sign up now on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And for more information to turn your potential into performance, head on over to coachbrew.com now.